there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Life is a highway and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Welcome to my travel podcast, Life's a Beach. Every week I invite a special guest to take us on a journey together to their favourite holiday destinations and to reveal their top travel tips and tales. Providing the in-flight entertainment this week on Alan Air is a comedian and author who is just about to embark on a huge, brand new UK stand-up tour success story. Please welcome on board the wonderful Sarah Pascal. This is the final boarding call for Sarah Pascoe. Sarah Pascoe, this is the final boarding call. Sarah Pascoe, can you please go to the gate? Thank you, Sarah Pascoe. Pascoe, you need to go. Sarah Pascoe, can you please go to the gate? Thank you. Sarah Pascoe, go, go, go. Thank you. And look who we've got on board today. It's Sarah Pascoe. How are you doing? I'm very well. How are you? Thank you for flying, Alan Air. I'm loving it. Yeah. We're about to take off, so can you put your um, window up, please, in your seat tray? A window up. The, yeah. Blind. That's so they can see us if they crash, isn't it? So they can see inside at our charred corpses and go, oh, there's some comedians on this. <laughs> Get Steve Bennett round. <laughs> Do you ever think, you know that big door by the beginning, mm. have you noticed, because I've been doing a lot of travelling recently, mm. I'm doing this show in Sicily, they're putting this, just that red little tape over the handle, I'm thinking that is not going to stop a drunken passenger off their face. No, it absolutely isn't. In a way, it's encouraging them, and making it like naughty. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And why put it near the toilet? You know when people go up there and like, yeah. and they're going to just yank and it And also, open. the flight attendants, you never think, that's who I want, wrestling someone to the ground. <laughs> Never too much prosecco. <laughs> what kind of a traveller are you? Can you relax? Do you go away for culture? What do you do? Inspiration? What? Well, at the moment, like you, I'm travelling for work. So I just yeah. came back from Greece, just about to go to Denmark and then Jordan. And so uh, travelling in that... Katie Price. Katie Price, yes, <laughs> going to Katie Price. <laughs> and then I'm going to come back and tell you all about everything I found. Um, so... It actually feels like a huge luxury because someone else is paying for my business class. Oh, wow. And, went to, and, and I've only ever... No, I have now since, like, paid for my own business class. Mm. But the first time 
was work. I got business class from Australia yeah. back to the UK for a job. And it's just such an insanely wonderful experience. Yeah, but I thought you did the UK and because I'm doing mm. it the other way around. Yeah. I've got a gig in Athens. Yeah. I don't even know. And I'm going to have to change my act, find the Greek. What's Greek for Silit Bang? Oh, but it'll be wonderful because, you know, they don't have stand-up comedy there, really. They think comedy is like um, Aristophanes. Like, they think it's like ancient Greek <laughs> oh, really? comedies. Yeah. Because I just came back from there. I kept asking and I kept having to define stand-up comedy. And they were yeah. like, oh, so it's like Aristophanes, but you <laughs> doing all of it, all the characters. So I'm like a comedy Zeus. Yeah, that's you. I'll pop that I'll have a wonderful time. And, um... Do they get you and everything? You're not like... Oh, I don't know about that. But I think they really appreciate it, I think. Yeah. yeah. And it's amazing. Because yeah. I, I thought traditionally, you do all the UK dates, then you mm. do the travelling. Because I've put mine at the end. Because oh, I, I like to like, oh, have a little holiday. I'm doing documentaries, not gigs there. Oh, sorry, that's what yes. I'm... Oh, I get it. Yeah, so What's your documentary on? Um, it's or can about, you talk about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, because we did a first series before COVID and then we got stopped halfway through in Finland. Yeah. We just visited Father Christmas in Lapland. And then um, the Finnish authorities said, you need to get out, there's a global pandemic. And we were like, what an overreaction by the Finnish. <laughs> and then we landed in Heathrow and there was no toilet paper in the country. It's like, what have we missed? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so this is us sort of doing the second half of that series. Oh, I got me wires crossed. Yes. Because you're starting the tour. Starting the tour in November. All the way through to April, you're going mm. everywhere. Yes, yeah. So do you, enjoy, do you enjoy touring? I love it. And especially not having had stand-up like lots of comics yeah. you really did miss the thing and go oh no that's the thing I really enjoy you were like really really missing it and yeah. being sort of desperate to go and see people again I didn't think I liked people until they were taken away from me and then I was like no I do like audiences <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and it's called success story yeah now do you have to did you do that weird thing where you have to name the tour and then mm. write about it or did you know it's all going to be about my life fame and yeah we I had a, I had a ballpark because I did IVF to conceive my son and the word success is used a lot, like success rates, your success chances, unsuccessful pregnancy, all these kind of things, which made me reflect a lot on actual success, job success. And I thought, there's two halves, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) There's a title, do some photos and then I'll write a show. (laughs) Oh, that's good, that's good. I mean, when you talk about your stand-up, when you because obviously you're married now and you've got a kid, but there's a lot of, you talk about going to Morocco, especially on your podcast Mm. alone, and then you went to Paris on your own. Do you like going away on your own or was that just material that you made up? I think actually it was about having money, actually. Mm. Because I didn't travel as a younger person, single parent family, not having a lot of money. And so there was a point with my job where I realised, I guess, like, I'm moving away from the working class thing of, like, you never do self-indulgent things. And then going, I can very legitimately do self-indulgent things. Yeah, And actually, like, go to nice places. And that's why I think I talked about Morocco and stuff, because it's like, I paid for a nice thing. Mm. I didn't get the nice experience. No, no. But... It's still a massive privilege to do it, to be able to go, oh, mm. I'm chilly, shall I go to a hot country? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're quite down on Paris as well. What did you say the Eiffel Tower was like a cage in the air? Oh, I think I, think <laughs> I was very lonely. Oh, that's because, I don't know if I explained it, but um, uh, uh, my boyfriend at the time and I, we'd just bought a house and then I'd bought us this Valentine's trip to Paris and Eurostar doesn't let you change the name on tickets. So I had to sit next to his empty seat on the way oh, there no. for our Valentine's Day trip. <laughs> so I think when I was at the Eiffel Tower and I realised everyone else was proposing to each other, I thought, this is a, very, this is a huge mistake. <laughs> 
I could have just like left the holiday, but I was like, no, no, I'm going. I thought, I thought something, um, yeah, I'll have some kind of epiphany. Yeah. And, and that's, what, that's what it was. The Eiffel Tower's a big gauge. Oh, you didn't say that because I watched it on the, uh, live at the Apollo and it's like, oh, she likes travelling by herself. I didn't know that because you just sound really miserable. And you're really not happy about these people being very loved This up. is the problem with Apollo when you do 25 minutes and it gets edited down to seven. A lot yeah. of the setup's missing. Yeah, it's, it's just bang, bang, bang. Yeah. You're on fire that night. Yeah. It's like punchline, punchline. Yeah, it's only punchlines. <laughs> but no context. Yeah, you go, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Bonjour, Madame Sebasco. Uh, would you like anything on the toilet? Uh, croissant potato, cava rouge, crepe sous-it, panini. C'est bien. Oh, oh. Thank you. Tell us somewhere that you've loved going. Mm, I really, um, I did really love Finland, which surprised me. I don't know anything about Finland. No, I didn't. And it's very cold, but they're very happy. <laughs> they really are happy. So I did, I really liked Finland. I got to go to work. And the other places I got to go to for that documentary, I got to go to Cuba. Oh, I've been there. Yeah. I did you like it Cuba? Yeah. It's so beautiful, isn't it? But you just, don't you think that when America eventually, when they get the mm. Starbucks, it's all just going to go tits up? Because I love those old houses. And of course, they, mm. people don't realise is they got no funding, did they, when Hur- Hurricane yeah. Katrina yes, went there? Yeah. So they're still battered and... That's, yeah. a, that's the trouble with the beauty. Sometimes what you're enjoying is like, oh, I love this view. Look how many like, <laughs> shells of buildings there are. It's so nice for my eyes. <laughs> I know, and it's like, big yeah. issue. Yeah, but actually, yeah, I had the opposite, because like, being in a, a really communist country made me appreciate Tesco. When I came back, I thought it was like an art gallery. Was like, Look how many cereals we've got. Look how many cans. Because, yeah, in the hotel we stayed at, because there's no idea of like... What you don't have there is any like business class or no, five star hotels. Mm. So I remember the first hotel we stayed at, and I think my documentary contract has in it that I have to stay in four star or above because oh. I think we'd heard someone else said that. <laughs> <laughs> so we asked for it to an anomaly, I think. <laughs> yeah. So you can ask for it. And I remember going to the bar and asking like for a wine list, and they were like, a list. <laughs> they just had a wine. And you're oh, lucky. That sounds like a pub near me in um, Stretford <laughs> called The Drum. I asked for a rose and then yeah. you got gay bashed. I said, rose? <laughs> and they were like, what? And then I think at one point you start trying to pour a red yeah, into a wine. It in, yeah, yeah, like a Ribena. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what did you, did you like you? Because I found the people really friendly, really yeah, lovely. Yeah, it's amazing. It's an amazing country. I think that's the thing about travelling and it being like a new thing in my life. It's just really appreciating how much there is to learn about stuff. Mm. I never learned at school from a book. I would always have said, oh, I'm really bad at geography. I don't Mm. know what the countries look like Mm. or anything. And now through work or tours and things, getting to go and then going, oh, it's really interesting. And people are so fascinating. Yeah, yeah. And their interaction with where they live and how they feel. The fact that no one likes their government. (laughs) Everyone's critical of things. Everyone knows the world could be better. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about Travel Man at Valencia. Oh, yeah. Now, you are a vegan. Yeah. How did you feel in that? meat market thing because even I found it triggering and yeah. I do like a bit of bacon now and I then. think sometimes as a vegan I feel like I have to really prove disprove someone's preconception because yeah. they think I'm going to weep <laughs> like yeah and also yeah. I've got a dog and he eats meat every day and my husband is a meat eater so you do have to sort of go it's about other people yeah. personal choice because I noticed yeah. in the edit you said you're a vegan then they cut to a pig's head did they yes <laughs> 
<laughs> I think they were really trying to get I, I, you to I obviously, cry. I, I obviously upset them. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say to them? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Just kept going, Richard A. Award is very boring. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't say that. But um, I, I did a, an episode of Saturday Kitchen last year, and it was like they did like a special vegan episode, and all the dishes they cooked me were vegan, but that. You know, the interstitials were all videos of like cattle farming and that same thing of like hanging up meat and viewers were like, this is incredibly inappropriate of all the vegan hashtags. <laughs> do you find people do head tilt that you're a vegan and go, ah? Oh. I think they're really ready. It's one of those things where they're really ready to sort of, um, to sort of find a flaw, to find a hole in your argument. Any, yeah. Anything, you know, like um, if you do a charity gig, and you'll have this as well, Alan, you get messages from people going, why don't you help people closer to home? Oh, God, uh, yeah. Why don't you do this? Um, once I advertise... Oh, my favourite is, enjoy the tea. Yeah. No, it's a charity night. Yeah. We don't get paid. Yeah. No, we don't get paid. They're, they're trying to find that. a hole. They're trying to go, yeah. if you got paid for that, it's discounted. You're not a better person than me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've had it, when you do things for like comic relief or... Um, any any big charity, you get people going. Why don't you help smaller charities? Those big charities get all of the money and publicity. Once I was, I just posted about a litter pick on the Thames <laughs> out of plastic, and um, someone wrote, "Not going to make any difference." <laughs> it's like, and it's very similar with vegan. People want to go. Do you still eat honey? Do you still do this? Because if you do, fuck it, yeah. it's ruined. Don't you do? and, because what they hear is you going. What you say? Oh, I'm a vegan. Means I don't want to eat you know animal products and what they hear is i think i'm better than you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah and that's in them that's that's and so and so i'm always desperate to be like i'm a shit vegan i'm not this yeah. the vegans hate me as well <laughs> oh you shouldn't yeah. be like that no i rescued yeah. a dog from korea it was going to be eaten yeah. whilst there's english dogs that yeah, need english exactly. homes listen this poor fucking dog was going to be eaten yeah. back off yeah exactly there's one little life there that's been changed forever in a positive way it's really hard isn't it when you just go i wasn't saying yeah. i'm jesus yeah. <laughs> i was saying <laughs> yeah. i rescued a dog yeah oh that's yeah. all i did yeah. God. Oh, bless that little dog. I know. It's going to be eaten, bless him. Mm. It's, not going to be, it's not going to be eaten now. Mind you, during lockdown, there was a few, <laughs> you know, a lot of hoarding had gone on in my local I, supermarket. I hope, I hope they're very careful not to look too delicious. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've got some stuff in my show about feeding my dog meat and what a weird thing. So I've, I'm, I'm buying the most expensive dog food you can buy mm. because I have such guilt about it, which is really irrational because it doesn't affect any of the animals. No, no. But I have this thing of, like, they're less oppressed. <laughs> Like if they've been paid more. <laughs> what, like, do you mean like corn fed? Yeah, you know, like, like chicken. You know, like, what do you think about that? Because I think that is pointless. It's still killed at the end. I think a lot of it's very arbitrary. I was really disappointed. I think that's why I went from vegetarian to vegan was when I found out that free range isn't a meaningful term. No, like yeah, it's not a legal definition. They can just sort of put their leg out. The yeah, that's cage it. Like that. That's it. Or there's ones where they go every fifteen. <laughs> They're allowed minutes, to stretch. Every fifteen minutes, they take the top of the cages off so they can stretch their necks and they put it free range and you go I thought they were going to university and their lovely life (laughs) catching a show yeah that's it they just drop some (laughs) eggs on the way I really had visions of people like chasing around scrabbling through fields to find these eggs um yeah so all some of it but then we do what we can to feel better about it yeah do you ever think when you're traveling oh I need to do like offset my carbon emissions because that's something that I've been thinking with a long plane rides and stuff. I had a couple of hanging baskets put in. <laughs> Did you? Baby steps. Oh, thank you, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, Mother Earth? You're welcome. <laughs> they, want to talk, they want you to talk at the next G8 summit now. <laughs> That's one of the movers and shakers. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Now, we do do a lot of travelling, and that's yeah. another thing. When, yeah. you, when you talk about the environment and travelling, you can't really win because just simply getting in a car, simply getting up in the morning going mm. to work is, you're messing up the planet. So you can't yeah. beat yourself up too much. No. But then you go somewhere like Vietnam, you go around those factories, they're pumping shit out all the time. And there's me washing my yogurt pots. I feel like a dick. Yeah, there's, there's a comic, <laughs> Alfie Brown's got this amazing routine about Greta Thunberg and how she blames white men, which is actually completely reductive in terms of this worldwide problem. But she wouldn't dare go, look at all these Chinese people. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm paraphrasing his routine, but it's a very good unpicking of this thing mm. of like, when you say, oh, it's the rich white men, we go, yeah, yeah it is, isn't it? <laughs> when actually it's more complicated than oh, that. Oh, yeah, very complicated. Have you ever had to eat meat abroad because there's been no vegan option? I have had been served meat in Ooh. Norway. I went to Norway for some gigs and um, I was told, oh, this is, it's, veganism isn't really a thing here, but there's a vegetarian cafe. So I went to a vegetarian cafe and I ordered a salad and it came with a beef burger on it. <laughs> and beef burger on a salad isn't even a thing. So it was such an odd thing. And the, the thing is like juice like runs onto the leaves. So it's not one of those things we can go, well, I've paid for it. Everything's dead. I need to eat before my gig. I'll just take that burger off and put it on the side. It was just running all over it. And oh. I was like, maybe this is just an amazing corn burger that smells, looks, and sort of runs bloody. Um, so is this... <laughs> cow yes lucky you enjoy your salad oh. yeah I've, I've had situations like that or I remember a really long time ago being in Italy in 2001 I had a job in Italy for three months going around schools and that, that vegetarianism wasn't a thing there so they'd give you just like a pizza with some ham on it yeah, yeah. eat round it yeah my friend vegetarian went to Tunisia and then they just gave us goat curry. I mean, you know, yeah. if there are some veggies, oh, I eat fish, I mm, eat fish, mm. but I mean, goat is proper up there in the... Yeah. And then she said vegetarian, then he just looked at her and then just scraped it off and there was still goat residue on the Oh, plate. gosh, yeah. And again, goat, it's not a meat that people are familiar with eating, so you really do visualise a goat. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Free-range goat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hiya, love. I've just seen you there chewing your arm. Would you rather have some nuts or pretzels or something like that, Pringles? No, no, they're, they're cheese and onion, not flesh-flavoured. Sorry. So where did you go on holiday as a kid? Well, I was thinking that on the way here. Where I was desperate to go on holiday, mm. my dream would have been Butlins, which we never went to. No. But that was my... That was my... That's what I wanted us to do. <laughs> I heard about red coats. I really thought they were the epitome of show business. <laughs> when I was 18, I went and did sort of worked in holiday resorts doing low rent red coating because I really thought that was that was it. Wow. But we went um, 
to Cornwall. Lovely. Yeah, Cornwall. And at that point, I'm really embarrassed of the family photos because I, at that point, wanted to be a model. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks, Alan, Sorry. for supportive laughter. Um, and so what I thought being a model was, was putting on all your clothes at once. So I had like leggings, skirts, dungarees over the top. I was also what I thought was tie-dyeing, but I was just using toilet bleach in the bath <laughs> on things. So it's about 11. And also then I started, because <laughs> of this modelling career, um, collecting water from streams to wash my hair in, like the Timothée mm. adverts. Oh, yeah. So all the photos of this holiday, it's like my granddad, who was dying of lung cancer at the point, which is why I'd gone on this holiday. My mum, my sister, my mum's twin... And then I'm always standing in the back of the rock, like with my hair, like going in the wind, like posing with my arms out, like, like because these were going to be like my initial modelling shots. So oh, people God. will be like, you know, like Kate Moss was discovered in Croydon at 14. Yeah. I really thought this will be me, 11 in, in Cornwall, my origin story. Um, so yeah, we went on sort of UK kind of holidays, not very often. And then I remember we did go on holiday abroad. We had a very sad holiday when my mum really had saved up to take me and my sisters away. But then she was very lonely when she was there. Because that's the other thing about travelling. Mm. That's when I realised you can go to a really beautiful place and still feel very sad. Mm. Or, or think, I'll go to the beach, that'll be, that'll be much nicer. I'll, that'll cheer me up. Yeah. And I think my poor mum, because she had three children, and I think we were horrible kids as well. <laughs> um, so she was sort of sitting on this beach going... Oh, this isn't what I wanted. But I want a nice holiday with a partner and someone to do oh. things and someone and to go to dinner with. Modeling with, with yeah, them yeah, in a bikini, it. like me, me, me. Pictures, mummy. <laughs> do I look gorgeous now, mummy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> look at everyone looking at yeah. me, mummy. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. And then I had a real. Fi- then I had a real chip on my shoulder where I was only ever going to travel with work that I wasn't going to go on holiday. So when I was. Was this then? I don't. I think I thought that because I'd chosen to be an actor as my job. not that I was doing any acting I thought that's very selfish so how offset it is I'll have no life (laughs) I'll just uh, so I I did so yeah I went to Italy for three months I worked in Lanzarote in a hotel I mean actor, model, stand-up queen you're a triple threat (laughs) do you know what though (laughs) I really am I'm going to be the first person who segues through comedy to modelling (laughs) you know like how all these beautiful models are now actresses and very talented and writers and like Lily Cole and stuff and I'm going to be the one who's like yeah and now I'm on the catwalk (laughs) who saw it your second half come in a backless number (laughs) yeah Sarah will be signing catalogues in the foyer after the show <laughs> with her own clothes. Yeah. Can the young lady parading up and down the plane with the wet hair please return to her seat? This is an aisle, not a catwalk. Thank you. Have you ever had a holiday romance? Is there like some waiter somewhere crying, looking out on the horizon? When's there? When's model Sarah no, coming? I would have loved that. It's the kind of thing I would have lied about at school because <laughs> at school I didn't kiss anyone until I was sixteen, and in Essex that's very late. Oh God, you're like yes, a spinster. Exactly, that's it. That's it. it was, I was Miss Havisham, uh, Romford, and um, so what I would do is come back in after the summer holidays when other people had been on holiday and had those romances, you know, kissed boys, yeah. touched up. All I pretend I'd kissed a girl. Did you? Just to throw people off the scent, but no you? one believed me. Oh, didn't they? No. I used to do a thing, Alan, that's so lame, where, you know those in like more Magazine or Just 17, they're like quizzes. Oh, yeah. I used to fill them in with lies and then leave them hanging about. <laughs> so like, there was one like, how many people have you slept with? Like, And you could like circle like... <laughs> One, five, so many, I've forgotten the name. And I'd be like, so many, I've forgotten the name. Oh, <laughs> no. Don't ask me the names, because I don't remember. <laughs> and there was one year where I came back, and this would have been like 15, too old to be doing this. I gave myself love bites all down my lower arms. 
So I could be like, holiday romance, <laughs> much. I'm a vampire. <laughs> no, but also, like, so you can't reach anywhere that anyone would actually suck you. So I could only... It's <laughs> like, don't ask me. <laughs> oh, what a slut. <laughs> yeah, so that was always my fantasy. Yeah. The idea yeah. of meeting people, but never really... No, well, definitely never a reality. Never oh, now. No, I think true. I think it takes me a little while to fancy people. Is the other mm. thing I wouldn't sort of see someone in a hotel resort or a bar and then go, I, I want them now. So I want them in two years when they're clearly not interested in me. <laughs> then I'm going to go. And you've left the country. Yeah. Then I go. Actually, I'm going to get obsessed with that person. <laughs> I was a bit like that. Yeah. I never, I never fall in love. Like, oh my god, it's a slow burner for me. Nothing. Yeah, but on a holiday, that's not good, is it? Because you've only got a week no. or a fault. The best t- place to fancy someone is when you work with them, when you have little gaps in between, yes. and it sort of grows a little bit, and you suddenly go, oh, I'm excited about seeing that person. Yeah. Oh, that person's going to be there. So where did you meet your husband? Comedy. Because <laughs> he is, isn't it? And he's an Australian. Yes. He, um, he's with my agent. So I apparently met him in Edinburgh 2014, but when I was introduced to him, I said hello to a dog instead. Do you know Vicky Stone's got a lovely dog? No. Um, he's a um, ruby spaniel kind of soft and lovely. Oh. And I think he was about two years old at the time. So apparently my agent said, Sarah, this is Steen. And my eyes just went down to this spaniel. And I was like, oh, my God, it's Vicky Stone's <laughs> lovely dog. And that was our first meeting. Oh. Yeah. When I lived in Stretford, there's like a, um, a nature park there, but I think it was also a bit of a, well, I knew it was a cruising area. And I was down there and there was a man with a dog. Mm. And I went, oh, look at that. And when I looked up, he had his knob out. So, I mean, you don't expect that, do you? No, but I think it says good things about us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, yeah. But it's dog first. Yeah. Oh, exposed penis. <laughs> <I know>. Yeah. <laughs> it says what we're attracted to, interested in, our yeah. eyes are caught by. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, yeah. me all along. I've got to go, can I stroke it? But um... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I see. Did you have to speak to him? Okay. No, because no. it's just disgusting, because I hate all that. And I know yeah. people think that that's what gays do but I was like it's disgusting cause yeah. it's a, I love walking around there because I like bird watching yeah. you see yeah. tell us about your travel bugbears I'll oh, yeah. start up okay. it can be about anything you know yes. speedy boarding or anything like that lost mm. luggage but I'm filming something in Sicily mm. I don't get grappa I don't oh. get that you have a lovely meal here you are why don't you have a sip of something that yes. tastes like petrol I don't get, why is that a reward? And why are they so smiley when they give it to you? Because they like destroy the same taste buds that you actually were really enjoying the meal. I think think when that horrible liqueur comes, I've recently been in Greece where it's like ouzo or something, there's another one that's like 42%. Sambuca. And they're really proud of it. I think that's the bit where you prove, I'm one of you. Now, having eaten your food... And chosen these things now. I eat. The, I have the disgusting thing, which proves we're all here together. And I think there's a there's oh. a different kind of drunkenness as well because yeah. they're strong. Because it's not like mm, this lovely wine. It gives me like nice tastes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like it's horrible, but then it's like little burning in your stomach and your skin gets slightly flushed. Yes, maybe it is. But I just thought you know yeah. all the snootiness they give to us Brits for binge drinking, and then they give you that at the end. Yeah, and it blows your mind. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Is you don't need to binge. No, you just need you, one shot. You're and... wasting so much valuable time yeah, binging. Just, just get there like this, boom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and suddenly you're outside smoking a pipe. Going, Where am I? What's happened? <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) 
Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. With Capella University's FlexPath format, you can set your own deadlines, learn at your pace, and access most coursework from anywhere at any time. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Have you ever lost your luggage anywhere? I don't think I have lost my luggage either. Um... Don't worry, no, you don't yes, have to... I must take something. I love, did you see what Ashley did the other day when her luggage was lost? Yes, and, and she was in the robe, yes. I was telling my friend yesterday and she went, oh, all the female comedians must be furious that she's done that because like, no one else can ever do that ever again now. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Ashley wore a dressing gown on Jimmy Kimmel because <laughs> her luggage was lost. Missing. So amazing. So, <laughs> what a clever just, thing Clever thing do. and just leaning into something, just um, wonderful. What we do have now, so Travelling with a baby, so you pay for sort of like um, for your luggage to come out first because you're working or yeah. you're getting back at midnight. But if you have things like a car seat, it comes out last at Heathrow. That's oh. what I don't like. So which means that two hours after your flight has landed, your taxi's left, and you're just oh, waiting for the car seat to come out seat. as those like weird shaped things that they've. Can't you just gaffer tape the baby in the back of the car? I don't know why you can't hold them, but it's against the law. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. And then we, I was on the plane and one woman wanted a buggy with her on the plane. Yes. And the woman said, no, you're not going to use it. She went, I want the buggy. And that, yeah. and that caused Well, it's because row. then you can come straight off and put them in the buggy. You don't have to carry them. But they've now buggies that they've invented that literally go vroom into a circle. So they just fit in the overhead log- locker. That's literally amazing. Invented, literally invented. And then, unfortunately, all my Instagram adverts are for baby things. But yeah. <laughs> literally, there's races where people are trying to get it down in less than a second. Like it's... Choo, choo. That's amazing. It is amazing. That's proper Dragon's Den, isn't, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. 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 I like Dragon's Den, do you? I've gone off it a bit Have you? recently. Have you? What would you go on Dragon's Den with? Oh, I've got an invention. I've got them. Um, for, for when you can't decide what to have for breakfast, toast or cereal, mm. tiny toasts. So it's a cereal made up of loads of tiny pieces of toast. And you could like either have it in a bowl with milk. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm open to investment. And um or you could just like, actually just like put jam and butter on them. That's amazing. <laughs> and, and on the packet you could model eating them. Yeah, of course I could. I just went pouring them down my throat on a cliff. Milk or yeah, in, in your in Cornwall, tape. yeah. It's an Ives. <laughs> That's it, yeah. I what had you, one. Yeah. It was you know, if you've been in a, an, a car accident, yeah. what about in the airbag, you have makeup. <gasps> so when you go into the airbag, makeup on your face and oh you look God. great. Because, you know, when you're in a car accident, I've been in a car yeah. accident in this car here. Yeah. 
and I really wanted to look my best because yeah. it's a really awful situation. And also, sometimes first responders are sexy. <laughs> <laughs> like, why do you want to be looking your worst? Hey, give me the kiss of life. I think I think that doesn't need to be limited to car accidents. I think it's just if you see someone fit in another car <laughs> or you're about to get there, like especially for a gig, if you've been caught in traffic and you've got to go straight on stage, it's yeah. like, I don't want to get to wash my face or yeah. the mirror, brush my teeth. Imagine if you just press a button, an airbag just puts like full drag on you and then you're ready to go. You can have hairspray. Alan, this is amazing. Oh my god, and you're there, you're, you've got some tiny bits of toast because it's a morning gig. Yeah, that's it. They can also feed you. You can put food in airbags. Why aren't they putting more stuff in airbags? There you go. Yeah. You can have like a mini travel airbag in your bag. It's <laughs> for emergencies. Like a... Yeah. Now we're just about to land, I'm afraid. Okay, okay so mm. make sure your seatbelt's on, okay? Yes, yeah, yeah, it's on. Oh, here's some, another thing that's annoying about travelling with a okay. baby. You have to put them in another seatbelt attached to your seatbelt, which they hate. Do you know this? Oh, I've se- only seen that on fat people. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're called pregnant, Alan. <laughs> oh, I like to call them fat. <laughs> um, so you, you put your seatbelt on and then there's a seatbelt that loops onto yours that you put your baby in. Mm. And I guess it's so like if you crash, it doesn't sort of go, mm. like hit the front or something. But it means that there's two buckles digging into a baby that's already in a bad mood. Oh, that, they haven't thought that out, no, have they? they? No, no. no. So that's annoying. But so I put on both belts, by the you way. You put on both ready belts. To land, that's yeah. great. Thank you. This is your captain speaking. We are on our final approach to our destination. Cabin crew, get ready for landing. Cabin crew, get ready for landing. This is a quick fire quiz. Mm-hmm. guard or no thanks, I'm hard. Do you wear Mozzyguard or do you not need it? Um, or are you bitten I, I was told, and I don't think it's true, if you have enough alcohol in your system, they don't want to bite you. That's not true. And I've true. always been aiming for that. No. I know, and then I always get bitten. And I'm like, I mean, how? I've drunk so much. On holiday. I, that's not true. Even yeah. Grappa, I think they would still bite. I think the blood sugar makes them want to bite you more, and I don't know why I keep thinking mm. that's right, and it's not right. And that gin and tonic's a load of bollocks as well. They're yeah. allergic to the quinine or whatever it's oh, called. Oh, really? Bullshit. I, I had a relative who... Um, <laughs> It's a mosquito. It's a mosquito, yeah. <laughs> um, so she, she was going to Dr. Frady's about heart palpitations and eventually they found out she had quinine poisoning from her gin and tonics. Oh. And it took them so long to work out and then and the doctor was going, we just can't work out what on your diet would have given you quinine poisoning. <laughs> Shit. That's yes. a lot of gin. It's a lot of gin. <laughs> Nudist or no way? No way. Louvre or leave it out because you you have in your routines you, yeah. you said about theatre and stuff yeah, but I'm yeah. imagine you do you like yeah, a bit of culture. I do. The reason I don't so right I don't like theater. the Louvre is because the boyfriend I went there with it was one of those. I mean, it was obviously the end of the relationship. He, he only stopped at the paintings with exposed breasts in them. And I found it very frustrating. It was, it was so blatant. It would just be like, whiz, 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 whiz past, cardinals over there, kings over there. Oh, oh she's got a tits out, I'll have a stare. Oh, and he wasn't even like, oh, look at the way the nipple follows you around the room. <laughs> and then the poor Venus de Milo, I thought, she hasn't even got arms to protect herself from this <laughs> lascivious man. <laughs> St Lucia or St Ives? St Lucia. I've never been there, but I'd like to go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you been there? No, I've never been there. Yeah, let's go. New- yeah, yeah, together. Go, That'd be yeah. really nice. New York or LA? Never been to America. Never been? No. It's really, it's, it's getting to the point where it's odd now, where it's like built up in my mind. Mm. It's very scary. Yeah. And, and it must be very scary for people who live there as well, but it also must be normal. Like, our country would look from the outside. Yeah. 
You just saw the headlines. And tip them or fuck them? Tip them. Oh, that's nice. I, 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 Partly, because I think it's the right thing to do, but also I think it makes you feel so good. It's one of those things where you get yeah. to go, I really, I, I, oh, that was lovely, I love meeting that person. Aren't they going to smile when they see that tenor afterwards? <laughs> yeah. And then they'll think I am a nice person, I think I'm a nice person. Win, win. My husband's a big tipper, and I think it's such an attractive thing in other people as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You ask, does this go to you? Sometimes. Yeah. We give you cash. Yeah, do you get it? Yeah, yeah. It takes a lot to say, oh, can you take that off? Yeah, they'd have to have done something very seriously wrong. Yeah, yeah, spat in your food, I think. Yeah. 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 My mum doesn't like it when they ask for the table back. Oh, after two hours? Yeah, and she'd be like, I've had seven daiquiris, how dare you? (laughs) (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) Yeah, that's becoming something that's getting on my nerves. Yeah. Right, we've landed. Thank you so much, Sarah. Have you enjoyed your flight? I've loved it. I'm going to clap like a good landing, like you do. <laughs> I'm back home. What I, want. I didn't even notice it was so smooth. <laughs> Thank you. And don't forget to pick up your car seat two hours later. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for flying Alan Air. Thank you so much, Sarah. That was brilliant. Thank you so much for flying Alan Air. And don't forget, you can check out Sarah Pascoe live as she tours the UK this autumn with her brand new stand-up show, Success Story. We're off on our Holly Bobs from today, but don't worry, we'll be back in September with more fabulous guests and travel tales. And don't you ever forget, like the things.